Hey guys, we're uh, we're trying out a podcast thing, so we're here today. Just we're gonna we're gonna talk about some stuff, and uh, hopefully you like it. Hopefully it goes well. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm Darcy. This is my sister Katie. Hello. We're, we're gonna be talking about a variety of things today, but it is November the second, so we're gonna think kick it off. I think with Halloween. Mm-hmm. Halloween costumes this year. Yeah, there's a there's a a very at least in Canada. We live in Canada, and there's a very large theme around, you know. 17 to, to 25 year old um teens in well i guess teens to young adults in in canada of of what they were dressing up as um katie you want to want to dive into that so i found a list online of the top 10 halloween costumes in 2017 so i think first we're just going to go through that and kind of discuss what we think of those and then we'll see what we thought the most popular costumes were this year yeah so, some of the ones on this list, I got this off twistedsifter.com. Um, the 10th most popular was The Rock. He has this famous picture where he's got a fanny pack on and a chain yeah, around his neck. The some classic meme pic. Classic yeah. meme. So, somebody dressed their little baby up as the pebble. <laughs> and just her in that outfit, but it was a little complete baby. With, complete with fanny pack? Complete with fanny Ooh, pack. It was really great. That's, that's quality. That's, that's quality parenting. You know, that, you know, that's a safe environment for the child to grow up exactly. in. Exactly. And then they won't get it, but it's fine. I mean, yeah. This was, this was a meme in 2017. <laughs> What's a meme? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that one was good, but I also feel like it shouldn't have been the 10th best. Like, for me, that rate's higher. That, yeah. Honestly, 10th yeah. for that, it's a little soft, twisted sifter. Especially because number nine was the Nickelback meme with the guy with the look blonde at, look hair. Look at this graph. Look at this oh. photograph, but it's just that the recurring photograph. It oh, wasn't even wow. look at this graph. If it was look at this graph. Like, it would be nine for sure, right? Oh, yeah, no. definitely. That's, that's It was that's pretty rough. weak. It was pretty weak. That's rough. Um, two that I'm just going to say really quickly. Somebody dressed a baby up as a hobbit, which I feel like that's been done before. I it's kind of old. Unless you're putting out the kind of movie quality makeup and costuming that they did for Lord of the Rings. That's, this is a baby in a green bathrobe. Like, it wasn't a, anything that's special. That's a soft 25, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. Um, they also did a fragile millennial with, like, bubble wrap, and they just said millennial on their chest. And I saw one. Darcy's getting his phone out. I think he knows what I'm talking about. I saw one that was a liberal, and it had uh, bubble wrap all around <laughs> them. <laughs> that, that's funny. The other one is kind of just hurtful. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, okay, and then we had wheelchair, Iron Throne, girl in a wheelchair, Ooh, dressed her wheelchair up as the Iron Throne, and she was Daenerys. Good. That's good. That that's was like, cool. That, that's owning it, you know? Like, you obviously were thrown, you know, not the best hand, and you're, you're just living it up. Like, exactly. Making the best of your situation. I like that. And uh, she, like, went full out, like, her... Let's, let's put some phones on silent here. <laughs> what a rookie. Holy. That was an alarm. <laughs> And she went, like, full out, like, the full wig with the braids, and, like, it was beautiful. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the large black gentleman dressed up as Eleven. That, that, I saw that with the little box of Eggos. Oh, my goodness. Like, just the juxtaposition, you Yeah, know? exactly. You don't expect it. The only thing with that one is, I feel like that was from last year, because I feel like I've seen it before. Yeah. Or someone else did I mean, it last year. Yeah, I, f- I feel like just the fact that Stranger Things 2 just came, came out, out, you know, right at the... Yeah. Uh, I thought it was coming out on Halloween, but I think it came out on, like, the 26th. It came out before, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was... That would have been a good move to release it on Halloween, but I guess they thought no one would watch it on Halloween. That's true, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, what a month October was. You got Riverdale Season 2 starting, yep. Stranger Things Season 2. We're going to talk about them both later, but holy moly, it's been a We've got a ride. lot to say about those yeah. ones. We're, we're, fa- we're fans. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the number one on this guy's list was mm-hmm. Josh Sundquist. Do you re- recognize that name? I don't. You should. This is one leg guy. And I know that that's probably not the proper way to <laughs> say that, but I feel like that's how people will know him. He's the guy that dresses up every Halloween as different things. One year he was IHOP, one year he was a flamingo. You know who I'm talking about? I, I don't, but I, I like it. Okay, so last year he was Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast, dressed up as the candlestick. Yeah. And this year he went as Tigger, and his leg was the Tigger tail. Ooh, I like it. It was really cool, and I feel like that would would be so cool for children, because they would just, like, think it's Tigger. Yeah. That one was pretty cool. That's good for him, yeah. Another another person, you know, just dealing with the situation they have and making the best of it. Exactly, yeah. Same with Khalees. Okay, so those were his top ten, and although I think that all of those costumes are pretty good... I think that there should have been some other ones on there. Yeah, so I I feel like that was top ten 
best. I, I was like, when I was, we were talking about, you know, what we we're going to talk about today, and I was thinking about Halloween costumes. There was just a very, like, like every, like, I was scrolling through my Instagram, just my feed, my, like, explore page, you know, as I do just all the time because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> um, like, Twitter, just everything. I just, I was seeing people that, like, Specifically in the age age range of like sixteen to, mm-hmm. to twenty three, say. For the listeners, I'm twenty two and Darcy's twenty. Twenty, yeah. Twenty, so yeah. we're kind of in that age range as yeah. well. It's like like our our friends and like kids. A little you bit know, younger around than around our us. age, like friends. The of Instagram friends. generation, really. Yeah, like millennials, like yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, a lot of ones that I was seeing, like, uh, yeah, Playboy bunnies. Yeah. Then one person in the group would dress up as Hugh Hefner. With his passing, I feel like everyone expected that to be pretty popular. Yeah, definitely. I didn't even think of that. Like, yeah. I've seen that so much. It's just like... <laughs> just so you know. It, but like, yeah, it was like a lot more this year, I guess. It yeah. It spurred it on. But um, then frat boys, girls dressing up as frat boys, but then also guys dressing up as frat boys. Yeah. And they went in two drastically different directions. <laughs> like the girls went in the definitely more sexy, like just a button up shirt. Uh, bra and underwear loose tie yeah like um like some some uh you know house like frat house uh lettering on their legs and like marker and like a like a dad hat mm-hmm. um and then the guys all went like, like yacht flare lot yacht flare yeah and if you don't know what yacht flare is you're living just a century behind us yacht, <laughs> yacht flare is typical when white frat dudes are on a boat you got the boat they, shoes. You got the shoes. sweater tied around the shoulders. Yeah, a, a dad hat, like the colored shorts with the bell. One hundred percent. That's yeah. That that's yacht flair, and that's that's what the guys were going for this year as as the frat boys. Frat boys was a big one. I saw that a ton. The other one that I saw so much, and I actually really like because I'm a fan of the show, was Riverdale. Betty yeah. and Veronica. Yeah. And I saw some people go as like old school from the comics. Betty and Veronica too. Yeah, I, I saw that one. I, I definitely didn't see it as much as like the. The like the, yellow the baseball team, Appa, Lily Reinhardt generation. Yes, but, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, that one was big, and then a lot of couples went as as Jim and Pam, but definitely not as many as I thought. I feel I did that. I feel yeah. like it's a little bit older now. Yeah, I like guess. the office ended a while ago. I, I guess it's more kids in their early twenties yeah. that are really into that one still. Because like, yeah, I mean, I, I work. Uh, where I work is it's for an inflatable company, and um, the age ranges. I'm I'm one of the older kids now. I'm 20. We have one guy who's 20, turning 21 in a couple of days, and we're like the older side. And then you, we mostly have like 17 year old kids in high school, and they aren't really that into the office. But me and the other guy who's older, we're like super into the office. Mm-hmm. Like we'll just watch office reruns on netflix instead of watching new stuff yeah like, like for me office is a show like friends where you just kind of put it on the background like it's just a classic exactly it's, it's almost like the friends of our generation but cause I, f- I feel like how i met your mother was so hit and miss mm-hmm. like i feel and like i feel like it ended badly like y- yeah it didn't opinion, stay strong though. to the end whereas i feel like the office like even though steve carell left yeah. It still had the same jokes and, like, a lot of the same characters, mostly. Mm-hmm. I honestly stopped watching after Steve Carell left, so really, I thought it was good right up into the <laughs> end. <laughs> um, but speaking of TV shows, let's get down to it. The, down to the, the nitty-gritty. The nitty-gritty. So, um, me and Darcy lately have been watching Stranger Things. We yeah. plowed through that one. Yeah, I, I started watching in the morning, um, watched at work, because where I work, like, I can be productive and still you know consume con- some content on the internet um so yeah i started in the morning 9 a.m um got through six episodes at work came home watched the last three in bed like as soon as i came home and yeah it was it was gone mm. and i don't regret a second of it see i wasn't going to watch this season because i don't remember loving season one as much mm-hmm. but then i saw two episodes of it at a friend's house and then i was like okay i have to watch the whole season yeah and i turned it on and i legitimately couldn't turn it off like it was so good i feel like the progression from last season to this season was so strong i i honestly felt that season one was a little bit stronger really um, than the f- second season but I also found that I needed to watch, like, I was more compulsive to watch um, season two. Like, I needed to watch season two. Whereas True. season one, I watched, you know, a couple episodes, then 
I would I took a little break, then I watched a couple more episodes. I mean, the break was only like a couple days, but like yeah. I, I was I didn't like binge nine episodes straight through, you know? Yeah. It was it was more of a a, a gradual like I watched it over. I mean, I still got it done in like probably a week. Granted, I was at school during that time, mm. but like even I still, felt the I same way for season one though. Like I didn't feel like I needed to binge it. Like yeah. this one, like I genuinely couldn't turn it off. Yeah, like yeah, hundred percent, like every episode you're like oh I, I need to know what happens and i don't know if it's just because season one got us so invested in the characters mm-hmm. or if season one was just slower to start well i felt like the characters this season two were better like i felt like 11 really she talked more and she, she had the relationship with hooper which was really strong yeah. and like it, the steve a, character hopper. oh hopper <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> talking like i'm an expert and i don't <laughs> even know his name um yeah and so d- <laughs> also <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll put some uh some spoilers on this bun but we we are spoiling everything we've seen all the seasons we don't care about you yeah we are talking about it all yeah but um yeah she had the relationship with with hopper she had the relationship like even though they didn't see each other until pretty much what second last episode but we saw that scene where she was watching him through the door with mad max yeah, with finn like, like finn, yeah finn no finn's his real What's name his fake mike name? mike, mike. Yeah, maybe we're not fans. <laughs> um, Finn and Hooper. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, like she still had that connection with him, even though I felt Mike kind of took a backseat in, in this, this season, season for sure. Like, like the first few episodes, he was like absent, which I think is yeah. what they were going for. But I, I think that kind of was it. Is like without Eleven, he was just totally lost. Mm-hmm. Like, and then and then he does step up right at the end. You know, when, when Will is back. And also with Will, like he yeah. was the one that was helping Will the whole time. Yeah, right? when, when Will goes MIA, he's kind of stepping up. And I feel like it's kind of going to progress like that. Like, um, oh, I can't even think of their names, but I can think of their real names Gatton and Caleb. Um, Dustin, Dustin and Lucas. Lucas, okay. Um, once, uh, I think they're always going to be kind of tag alongs, but I mean, they had more of a role this year as well. Yeah. I, I never think they're going to be like, the lead guys i think it's gonna be kind of um will and and mike are gonna be right um like but, one and two and then those guys are kind of just gonna be yeah you know, but there. even will i feel like he's such a background character even though it's all happening to him like That's he true. doesn't play as much of a role i feel because he's always like missing or asleep or you know yeah yeah and i mean they they did get um the the thing out of him now so Maybe he might not even have that that strong connection with the upside down like he did last season. Okay, so where were we? Oh yeah, Will. I, like I don't think he'll have that that strong. Sorry guys, we our mom came in. That's why we <laughs> we had an interruption. <laughs> yeah, that's, so we're gonna. You'll have heard us just cut back, and we we were talking about Will, um, not being as much of a character because even though everything's happening to him, um, with you know the what did they end up calling it the mind flare the mind um, flare yeah yeah like even though um he was the guy who got infected and all that like he wasn't even really that big of a a, a player and everything it kind of was just happening around him yeah and now that it's out of him i don't even know if he'll have that strong of a, a connection with right. the upside down going into season three right and especially like now that the gate's closed we know that nothing is coming for him and like Mm-hmm. you know yeah see i th- so my theory this is this is my theory for for season three is that the mind flare is in the upside down right now right. but it doesn't only exist in the upside down so when the gate was open we had the demi gorgons and the demi dogs they were coming through the gate right but you saw them all fall to the ground when the gate closed because they lost the connection with their own world right the mind flare can exist i believe in any world so what I think is going to happen is he's going to leave the Upside Down and come and be on Earth. Okay. And I could be totally wrong. I think that might be too much for our, our band of ragtag heroes to handle. Right. Um, but maybe even there's going to be, instead of the Upside Down, a, a, a rift into a different dimension where there's different enemies. Because I know that they had discussed something about there's like that in-between world between the Upside Down and in the world that they're oh, living like in the plane right yeah maybe something with that and i feel like they're gonna dive deeper into like numbers one to eleven like we've we've now learned about number eight. eight yeah 
which was big. We didn't even know we we were on, in season one. We were kind of under the the influence that Eleven was the only one that survived right. the testing. And right? now like, we know there's this girl who is there at the same time as her, but yeah. we also don't know how long they've been doing these experiments. Dude, is it only girls that are are like have the aptitude for becoming? Did numbers one through seven die doing the experiments, and that's why we only know? eight and 11 or yeah. are they still are they around still out there yeah did they escape earlier maybe right. they're stronger you so maybe know. your theory could be right and they're gonna take down That's, the shadow that monster could be. if we have 11 11s walking <laughs> around strolling around like that's going to be a whole lot of yeah. whole lot of power and know? will there be like a power struggle between them like because these girls grew up together yeah but you're assuming that other people with these powers if they don't get along there could be a clash in that way but now there's kind of a rift between 11 and 8 where right they were gonna be sisters and she left her and she left her because she didn't really agree with what she was doing right and also she needed to help her friends but 8 doesn't have any ties to to hawkins, hawkins? yeah hawkins, hawkins. Yeah. the only thing that they could like be reunited in the papa thing because 8 believes that papa is still alive right yeah i don't know i don't know how 11 felt about that but i feel like that guy was like a pretty credible source yeah and then the part where um eight made her see him i feel like that's gonna haunt her and she's gonna want it like need to know the truth well yeah well and even when we were closing the gate like well she was closing the gate like she saw him like he came up and right maybe that even helped her become strong enough to close the gate i, exactly. I didn't really get the the relevance of that in that exact moment well because they were trying to make her angry yeah because she was trying to pull anger so she was stronger was that one of her because her was, anger moments yeah did that actually happen though well the girl made her see it right so to yeah. her it did happen i guess or uh, I, I i couldn't tell if it was she was angry at papa in that moment or if she was angry at eight even for making her see for that. making like, her see it true yeah so yeah. i don't know that's I'm I'm very excited for season three. I'm very disappointed that I have to wait so long. I know I'm it's frustrating because like with Stranger Things, I like that you get all eight episodes in one. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm really enjoying Riverdale this season, knowing that there's 22 episodes. Like we still have months of Riverdale. Yeah, and you have to pace yourself. Like, yeah. You can't binge it all at once. Mm-hmm. And which like there's upsides and downsides to both because exactly. sometimes with Riverdale, I start the episode and I'm like, wait, what happened last week? And I have to like go back and watch end of the other one. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like a lot of people every week are watching every episode that came before and then watching the new one. Like, like they'll do one to four and then they'll watch five. Yeah, which yeah. is going to be very problematic come episode Can't 21. do one to 21. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure people will do it. But Yeah. Yeah. Also, it seems that I feel like Riverdale comes out. It's coming out on the KW on Wednesdays now, whereas last season it, went, it came out on Thursday. Thursday, yeah. And now it's coming out on Netflix on Thursdays instead of Fridays. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that middle of the week. I guess it's nice to have that kind of pick me up on a Wednesday. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of. Um, I'm sure we'll get used to it. But for me, even this week, I was I was you know in my bedroom playing video games, and Katie called me and was like, "Hey, Riverdale's on." Actually, it was today. It was today. Yeah. Today's a Thursday. Um, and yeah, it was like. Yeah, that's what I find myself as well like i'll forget about it yeah and then i'll see someone posting about the new episode and i'll be like oh yeah i should watch that mm. like whereas in the beginning of the season i knew that it was friday night so i knew to get excited about it yeah it was like a weekend thing and also i would come home from school like i would come like i would go to school 45 minutes away i would come home on a friday because i have to work on the weekend and i would be like oh riverdale night and then, yeah i'll you know, work on the weekend it was like a set thing yeah. and now it's just in the middle of the week and like i don't know if it's posted wednesday night at midnight or like yeah like halfway through the day because sometimes people like sometimes um you know streaming sites even they'll be like our post time is this day but it's not until 2 a.m yeah so um yeah it's 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 definitely caught me off guard a couple times Mm -hmm. so far this year um so i'm sure we'll get used to it though but that's definitely a change um anyways that was a seamless transition into our next topic which (laughs) is riverdale um season two it's going strong tonight's episode so we're currently on episode five or four i believe it's four let's we're we're gonna do some quick i'm uh, just gonna check that real quick Uh, i believe it's four also there will be spoilers for riverdale as well we're spoiling everything um 
that's I mean that's all we talk about pretty much. So we're gonna be spoiling it. Okay, so the episode we just watched was season or episode four, which yeah. is chapter seventeen, the town that dreaded sundown. Okay, and there is a whole lot that happened in this episode, especially I felt like episode three was pretty weak. So I think just to recap, we should quickly go over What's this new so season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in case anyone's not seen it and doesn't care enough to go watch it, this is what's happened. Yeah. We'll just uh, give you a quick rundown so you can um, talk with your friends that do watch it. And, and also just as a little preview to what we're thinking um, as far as this podcast goes, what direction we're thinking about moving. Um, we have a brother, Brady, who we want to incorporate into doing this. And uh, I think he's still on season one of Riverdale. Oh, really? Yeah. So we might be even delving back. He's going to have some insights that are fresher than ours <laughs> on the whole Riverdale as a whole, the whole city. Right. Um, so, yeah, if, if if we're randomly talking about, you know, season one, that's that's probably why. It's because he's bringing it up. But anyways, let's start episode one. So episode one, we find out the... Um, the result of Fred being shot, which yes. is how they ended the show last season. Yes. Is he still... In episode one, do we find out that he's okay? Or does that happen in episode two? I believe in episode one, at the very end, we find out he's going to be okay. okay he but the whole up. episode is sort of that limbo between, like, is he going to wake up? Who did it? Yeah. Like, Speaking of episode one, what's happening with Cheryl's mom? Yeah, is they discussed that, and then it's just gone. And she Cheryl home? wasn't in this episode at all, episode four. She was, like, in the background handing out flyers, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, she's handing out t-shirts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was a little weird, because, I mean, in the previous episode with Kevin, well, well, we'll do episode two, and then we'll talk about episode three, but she plays a pretty big role, I feel, in episode three. Episode two, wasn't it? No, episode three was the one with Kevin in the woods. Episode two... Oh, I was talking about her mom. Because oh. episode one, they set it up that Cheryl is now in control of her mother because yeah. she um, burned her house. She down. like set a fire to her house and left her mother there to burn. Well, no, it's, there's a, a conversation between her and her mother. She says that her mother almost died because she came back in to save her, but then later when they're talking together, she says. You would have been fine if you didn't run back into that house for that stupid family portrait or something like oh, that. Oh, I totally missed that. I thought yeah. that Cheryl had left her in the fire and then she came back in after. Um, I think they both were out and then she went back in to get like a, a family portrait or something. Oh, okay. Because um, w- that's what I thought why Cheryl had power over her. Because she was like, don't mess with me again or I'll kill you basically. Because like I saved you from the last time, but... That's what I thought was going on. Maybe she did end up saving her, but I think the re- only reason she was really in danger was because she ran back in for, like, oh, okay. something material, and then oh, okay. maybe Cheryl did save her. Because that's why I thought that, like, you know the part where um, Betty and Jughead are blackmailing Cheryl to um, speak or give testimony in FP's trial? Yeah. I thought that's why Cheryl had the power to make her mom say no when they were doing the dinner party thing they were in the greenhouse and it was betty and jughead and cheryl and her mom yeah and cheryl told her mom that she didn't want to testify Mm -hmm. like that she wanted it to end and so that's why i thought her mom was agreeing with her was because cheryl is like threatening her mom well i think she is um but yeah i'm not sure like i you could be totally right. I'm not. It was 100%. very confusing how they did it. it. Yeah, and and I think they're gonna need to address it later on in the season because I, I don't understand really what's going on. They didn't even it. mention it this week. Yeah, like, wow. Well, I, mean, I guess that's what happens when you go from a a season with eight episodes to a season with twenty two. Like, they're so get, long to get into everything. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, let's go episode. Was that episode two that we were talking about right then? No, episode two. Know. Um, Betty ends up blackmailing Cheryl. Um, mm-hmm. Very Archie's getting sleep deprived. Yeah, very racy Cheryl in the locker room scene. Holy, <laughs> um, that's. I mean, I guess it's not uncommon for the show. Um, but yeah, I felt that that one was like blatantly just like 
that scene kind of existed just to show Cheryl in her bra for some yeah, reason. There's a lot of those, though. I, I guess that's true. Like, like the first the- season, the first episode where Betty and Archie <laughs> are across, and he's like, damn, when did Archie get abs yeah. or something? That part always makes me laugh. Yeah. It's so unnecessary. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, I feel like it's kind of, like, um, a way that they, like, bridge the gap between the comic books and um, the show almost. Like true oh this is the new archie he's, yeah he's not a scrawny i mean he's archie was never really scrawny in the but he was kind of nerdy but, like yeah and yeah. it's like now he's like a ripped quarterback like yeah mm-hmm. oh power was... on <laughs> we have a uh, a bluetooth speaker that we may use this episode we may use it in a, like a, a a next episode um but it's uh it's it's I got it off Amazon, and the lady who does the voices for it, it, it just has, like, random, like, power on and, like, Bluetooth mode, that kind of thing. And she has a very thick Asian accent, um, like, clearly not her first language, and she's she's saying all these words. And, and it's just really surprising when it yeah. comes on out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah and, and it's just, it's really funny because she does not speak the language very well. <laughs> um Anyways, what, what, that totally threw me off. Um, <laughs> so we were on episode two talking about... Um, what just happened, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so pretty much all that I got from episode two was that Betty blackmailed Cheryl, Cheryl. into um, testifying at FP's trial. That kind of relates to the main story. Yeah. And other than that, it's pretty much... Well, we much... found out that Archie was... Um, oh, he bought a gun from Dilton. That was the big thing at the end. He bought the gun from Dilton Doily, yeah, which he... comes up more in episode three, three four. and four. Yeah, and he's starting to, to protect himself um, against the, the mask. And Mrs. Grundy dies in episode two or the yeah. end of episode one. And I think episode two, it might be one or two. I think it's one. Jughead switches schools. And now that he's happens, going to Southside High. That happens in um, before that, though. He's already at Southside High in um, season one. No, he's yeah. not. No, cause... episode 13. They pick him up from Southside High um, and go and find Cheryl at the river. Well, that's not very good continuity because this season when he goes to Southside High, Tony gives him a tour as a new student. Also not great continuity. He's laughing with a bunch of serpents at Southside High in the end of season one. I'm going to have to rewatch because I think you're making this shit up. I'm really not. And none of them are the same people. It really doesn't make sense. He's like, it looks like he's made friends with a bunch of people. And then, which, first of all, doesn't fit the Jughead brand. He's a weirdo. Yeah, he's a loner. That's not wearing that hat. No, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, uh, yeah, so he um is that yeah in season episode 13 of season one or whatever the last episode i was i'm pretty 14 sure. i think so, oh 14, no 13 13 yeah um he's at Southside high and then yeah big continuity issue but whatever now he meets tony topaz that happens in episode two i believe or is that episode one that's episode one i believe okay so we're introduced to tony topaz because he has to leave the hospital to go to school okay and then episode Episode three for me, not a lot happened. Like all that almost, I remember, almost nothing. I think it was trying to develop Kevin Keller's character. Kevin Keller and Hiram Lodge. Those are the only things that yeah. really stick out to me. Yeah. Like Hiram threatening Archie. Hiram playing brain games with Archie, telling him to start the red circle. The red circle does start in episode three. Can we talk about Hermione Lodge and Veronica Lodge talking at dinner while Archie and Hiram are in the other room and she says something to her and like blows her a kiss and it's the most ridiculous scene I've ever seen in my life no one's mother is like that no I mean I'm sure there are people that like whose mothers are like that but but it's just so like it's one percent yeah like it's got like I've no I know a lot of people I know a lot of mothers like it's like she's the bitchy mean girl, but it's like, that's yeah, your daughter. Exactly. And in season one, I felt like they had a really good relationship. Really so strong. I don't understand where this is coming from. And like, even when, even in season one, when, um, Ronnie's like not going to testify for her father mm-hmm. and she's upset about, um, uh, like Fred and, and, uh, her, her money. Hermione. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Them like, um, you know, they're together for yeah. season one. It's like always like Hermione's trying to 
build that relationship and, and apologize yeah. and make up and now it's like she literally just doesn't give a shit and we did see a little bit of that breakdown with like veronica not accepting her father back into the family and mm-hmm. like her finding out that her mother was the one that made her sign that document and threatened her she made up the threat about her dad yeah but i just feel like it was such a strong break from the characters in season one like they did a little bit to break down that relationship, but I feel like those two characters would have tried harder. Yeah, and, and then and then in episode four tonight, she's saying like she's trying to warn her my or uh, sorry Ver- Veronica that her dad's trying to manipulate Archie, yeah. and that's how she's gonna get it back at yeah. I guess Fred and and Archie and even her a little bit try and break them up. And Archie tells her too. She, he says your dad basically told me to do this. Yeah. And Veronica's just totally, like, doesn't listen to him at all, which is so weird because two episodes ago, she didn't trust her father either. Yeah. But I, I don't think she ended up trusting her father because she went to his study and said, like, what did you talk to Archie about? And he says, I don't remember. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, okay. Like, and True. Then at the very end, she's like, trust. I, I forget the rest of what happened. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't necessarily like what they're doing with the lodge family yeah but i love what they're doing with the red circle on the south side and creating that war mm-hmm. because i think eventually that's gonna lead to a partnership teaming up against the the, the black hood. final boss the, the black hood yeah and uh especially today like i feel like in real life if that was a thing that were to happen if they were to have like a team fight there wouldn't be all this talk before and like they wouldn't handle it so responsibly they would be like okay come outside on the driveway and we'll fight like i don't even honestly like it reminded me of the book the outsiders it was just the jocks like the rich kids versus the greasers right you know north or south it was like west side story-esque right and i mean obviously not realistic but like I liked, I kind of liked the trope that they were going for, like... No, for sure. I just mean I don't think that they would have handled it so well if there wasn't going to be a, a partnership later on in the season. Well, y- yeah, until Dilton gets stabbed. Gets fucking stabbed. And they're just chill about it. They're just like, when you get to the hospital, yeah. don't fucking ride. Like, Ronnie, like, fires a gun in the air, like... Yeah, no no cops come. Sheriff Keller is the worst police I officer know. Is world. he the only police officer in Riverdale? He never takes a day off. Even Hopper has some backup. Yeah, like, like come on, guys. Jesus, Hooper's got some backup. Hooper, oh man, that's yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, and literally everyone just rips on him. Like, yeah. Okay. Also, sorry. Quick little tangent that I'm going off on is Barb from Stranger Things. Ethel. Ethel. Yeah. True. I think everyone but you knew that. I, I literally found that out the other day, and I still didn't know if it was true. Really? Yeah. I remember watching season one and being like, oh, that's Barb. And I don't think you had watched Stranger Things yet, or you just watched it a long time ago, and you didn't really pick up on it. Okay, yeah. But. Yeah, no, and and um, I saw uh, somebody tweet, and they were like, if you kill Esther, then I'll, like, I'll, I'll stop watching the show or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, her, her name's. Her name's Ethel. Yeah. And, and first of all, it's the wrong show. I th- uh, yeah, I saw that too. That was funny. Um, but yeah. she's such a good character in Riverdale. I feel like... I think she's a lot stronger. I mean, obviously she's dead in Stranger Things, but I think she's definitely... A, her character was stronger. She's in... like the perfect character as a backup. Because we don't really care about her family. We don't really care about what's going on with her. Yeah. But she interacts well with the main characters. Like She's like in her outer circle. Yeah, like when uh, she was walking down the street and Archie and uh, Reggie went to save her. Yeah. And then Archie was, like, the one that found her and they, like, got a big hug and stuff. Like, it made Archie the hero character. Yeah, and and I feel like it's on, she's on the same level as, like, Midge and Moose are now. Yeah. And I think, I think Reggie's going to be inner circle. Like, but, see, I don't, I don't know if when everything's said and done, Reggie and Archie are still going to be, um, like as close as they are if that makes sense no, like, yeah. i feel like he's kind of like they're like frenemies almost like almost like, like definitely like not my reggie like season one reggie mm-hmm. fuck that guy also hashtag not my reggie the new reggie's <laughs> the best reggie um uh he uh he he was like so much more 
against her. I, I just think there's a lot of continuity. Like, if I had one bone to pick with Riverdale, I think there's a ton of continuity errors, errors in between mm-hmm. season one and season two. Yeah. I think that happens with a lot of shows. Like, they don't know that they're going to be picked up for another season. And as yeah. you were saying earlier, they kind of ended it. Like, for us, we felt like the shooting of Fred at the end was, like, a last-minute decision that the writers threw in because they knew they were going to get a season two. Like, like, exactly, right? Like, I would never have, like... What the show was premised as in season one was a murder mystery, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was a huge thing. Like, there's a death in Riverdale. Everything changed. And that was, like, all what season one was. They tried to solve the murder of Jason Bro- Blossom. And then they did it. Awesome. But, like, I wouldn't have... Like, they clearly didn't know they were getting a season two mm-hmm. when they wrapped it up. Because if, like, I don't think any writer would have wrapped up something that juicy in one season yeah like there was still so much they could have done with that i feel like well like look at look at pretty little liars right and like i I was giving we were we were driving um to somewhere we were driving to dinner tonight and um i was i was talking about somebody somebody tweeted also if you guys aren't in on the instagram accounts the edit accounts on instagram like the twitter accounts that are just dedicated fan accounts to Riverdale, those people have some crazy theories. They have some good theories. Like we should th- talk about theories too, because I've got some. Theories. Yeah, for sure. But they just like put up their opinions, um, about about like the show. And sometimes I'm like, wow, that's like a great point. Like I really wish they did that. And one of them was like, in Pretty Little Liars, you see the murderer, right? Like you know who it is, and then they're still interacting with the characters, and like it's like a. It's, there's a there's a term for it that like you learn when you're learning about plays in like high school English and stuff like that. At least we do in Canada. Um, I can't think of it right now, but it's it's like um, some situational irony or something like that. And it's like you know what's going on, the person knows what's going on, but the rest of the play doesn't. They're like dumb to right, it, right? And uh, I think that would be awesome. Like just like the suspense that would build. Like you see. You find out that, just an example, and I don't think this is true at all, but Jughead is the black mask, and you see him go into a room alone with Archie, like, you're like, oh my god, Archie's gonna die right now. Yeah, But and then you get to see, like, the character not knowing what's going on, and it builds that suspense. I definitely think that would be good. Exactly, right? And, like, but, like, yeah, if you look at Pretty Little Liars, right, they have the same killer for nine seasons, seven Um... seasons, whatever, however long it lasted, like... I don't think they ever find out who A is until the very end, Yeah. right? Um, and I think that they do have... I, I haven't watched the show, but I think from what people have said that they do have, like, a killer that they think it is, and then they find out that that's not actually the killer. Right? Like, they and could do something like that, they'll, too. They'll spend, like, a whole season tracking down a lead, and at the end of the season, they're like, oh, this was useless, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, when they thought, um, like, F.P. Jones, right? Season one could have been them just tracking down witch hunting F.P. Jones and then, like, sure, F.P. Jones probably deserves to go to jail. But, like, season two could be like, oh, you know what? Maybe it's maybe it's Mr. Blossom. Mm-hmm. And then season two is them tracking down, seeing, like, trying to find out, you know, if Mr. Blossom's the killer. And, and like, I, I just think now it's a completely different show than season one. Is it any worse? Maybe not. But I think only time's going to tell. But they definitely have changed kind of, like, the core concept of, of what they did in season one. I think it's because they didn't know they were getting picked up again. Yeah, I agree. And, and yeah, it's kind of the same with Stranger Things, right? Like, they had Elle die in the last episode. Yeah. And now, like, they had to be like, oh, this is how she came back. Like, she was just in the upside down, even though she, like, disintegrated. Yeah. Like, it's like that little last minute catch up trying to make the story continue exactly whereas like for me riverdale season one is totally different or totally separate from riverdale season two yeah like stranger things at least they have sort of a continuous um i think antagonist i think they did a better job of bridging the gap yeah Um, okay let's talk about theories for season two yeah let's talk about black hood theories black hood theories okay so in season one uh, I believe it's episode 11. F.P. Jones comes to dinner for, uh, sorry, with the, oh, what's Betty? the name? Yeah, what's Betty's family name? Hal and Alice. Yeah, what's her last name? 
Cooper. Cooper, the Cooper. Or is it Hooper? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, so she goes to dinner with the Coopers, and FP outs them for having an argument on their, I guess it's like a homecoming? Okay. Something like that. It's one of those events. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they get outed about having an argument, and then later on in the season, um, Betty confronts her mom about it, and she says, yeah, we were having an argument. Your dad wanted me to, uh, like, abort a, a pregnancy that I was having. Um, right. And I ended up delivering the baby and having it get adopted, right? Because um, that's what exactly what they were trying to do to Polly, um, or at least how it was. And uh, then, um, so you find out that Betty has an older sibling. I believe they said it was a boy. I believe they said that. Um, it's been spoiled in a lot of the fan pages and stuff. You can't give that spoiler away. It hasn't happened yet. I, Darcy told me this theory, and I'm so mad because honestly, it's it's sure it's maybe speculation, but like the fan, um, I, th- I think Riverdale maybe even, um, like announced that it was gonna happen. Oh really? Like yeah, I'm well, not. Well, I mean, like if they've hired an actor, and if that actor yeah, has Riverdale fans, you get it. Like th- there's an actor. He the actor posted on his Instagram, like off to Riverdale. So oh, he's okay. at least part of the right. And like I think the, the okay, key, okay. I'm sorry, I attacked you. Go back okay. to your theory. Anyways, he's like a blonde dude, so like I think everyone's it, it, maybe it's speculation of uh, who's he's who he's gonna play. But we know that um, Betty has a sibling out there, and I think considering how connected to Betty it is, mm-hmm. I think the killer is going to be her her older sibling. Well, like, I wasn't on board with this theory, but after watching episode four, well, I mean, I, I guess it happens in episode three, too, when Alice Cooper gets the, the um, wallet and everything, and she is told to write about it in the um the newspaper yeah. and then this episode when betty gets the direct letter and it says i'm doing this for you uh-huh. like there there has to be a connection there so i kind of agree with your theory now yeah and like so it, it, like, it, it brings up questions about why why did it why does it seem like it's so targeted right at archie like is this just a, a front to try and um you know like uh distract everyone from the fact that he's actually targeting people or like if you think about who's been attacked so far right it's literally fred and miss grundy and moose and midge though that's why i don't think it's directed at archie that's true and the other thing with the brother theory is that they always keep saying it's a 40 year old man and like based on the eyes that they keep showing and the body and everything it looks like an old man like but if you think about it right if they were in high school right and now they have kids in high school. How old would that make them? I don't even know. Like mm, it, true. It could be it could be like a late thirties person, and that could meet the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like they they would have had the baby when they were sixteen or whatever, right? So how old are they now? Like forty. So maybe the kids like thirty-four. I'm really bad at math. Tw- that would be twenty-four. 24. So yeah. So I, I feel like it doesn't work out. I guess it doesn't really. I have two theories about the Black Hood. The first one I saw online is that the Black Hood is not Archie's mother, but was is working with or was hired by Archie's mother. Okay. The only reason behind this theory is that she is jealous of Fred, and that's why I think it was targeted at Fred. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she would want to hurt Miss Grundy because she was statutory raping her son. Yeah. But I think and, she's... And, like, the... the um the uh sorry the solution to the whole breaking shop thing and riverdale not being safe thing is to send archie to chicago right which is why she's jealous because she wanted archie to live with her last season yeah um the moose and midge thing that doesn't really explain it at all but um the other thing is that people have pointed out is that they keep showing a flashback to the scene in which fred goes to when he's um still asleep from being shot he goes to like archie and veronica's wedding and as he's walking down the aisle he sees archie's mom and she winks at him and they keep showing that wink in the flashbacks so that's what makes me think she's connected but i think the person the black hood is is hired by this is my personal theory is hiram lodge okay because it makes sense that he would want to hurt um archie because he's Hugh doesn't want him with her, his daughter. Yeah. So that makes sense for the Fred and the Miss Grundy thing. 
it makes sense that he would have enough money to hire someone. Yeah. And it makes sense that he would go after Moose and Midge. Because wasn't Moose the one that did the sticky maple to Veronica? No, that was Chuck. Oh, okay. But he could have just gone up to the car and started shooting. Right. And because he thought it was Chuck. Yeah. He saw like the Riverdale jacket. Or even the murders might not be connected at that point. Like he wore a black hood, okay, but we also know that Reggie has a black hood, so we know that black hoods are available to more than one person. Yeah, like that that one seems like the one that's throwing everything and like that, that yeah, that's the weird one, right? Like mm. but like what connection does like what connection does um uh that have to to Betty? You know, right? Yeah, because he would. Yeah, that's like, true. It, it doesn't really make sense right now. Like that one. Like, I, unless that's like a, a an outlier, like a mistake, or yeah, something that literally like Moose was got got shot like multiple times, mm-hmm. like he wasn't seeing clearly, and just was like, oh yeah, it was someone with a black hood. Yeah, right. But they did show us, and I don't know if we saw his face, but it did look like similar. That's yeah, true. Darcy also had a theory. Yeah, um, my theory was, oh yeah. So my theory, if you look at um Mustang from season one, his eyes, he has green eyes. He's about forty years old, and he kind of dies mysteriously. Right. Um, and we I... do also know that he's a serpent. And yes. he was the one that was hired by Clifford Blossom to go pick up Jason, right? Yeah. So we know that he's been hired for murder before. Yeah. So my my theory is that he's faked his own death and now he's... Which um, we know is possible because isn't that what Jason was planning to do, fake his own death? Yeah. Like. So we know they've used that trope before. Yeah. Like, So I think he's faked his own death and now he's... So, I think he's maybe being hired. Like originally, I think he was just—I thought he was just maybe doing the killing. But I think now, like my revised theory is that he's been hired by either Hiram Lodge or or maybe Archie's mom. I think it's probably Hiram Lodge um, to try and uh, get back at um, Archie and. Or I, maybe it's just that he wants his daughter. Because, like, like, if he connects it to Betty and Archie, right? Mm-hmm. Jughead's not really that close with uh, Veronica. Right. Yeah, Kevin Jughead Keller's is close with Betty. not really that close with Veronica. Right. Right? Maybe he's just trying to keep everyone away from Veronica. Right. So he's, he's shot... Archie's dad is a strictly like a revenge thing, mm-hmm. you know. He's killed Miss Grundy to try and shove a wedge in between him and Veronica. Like, oh, that's the the teacher that I used to bang. Right. Like maybe she's like like I don't know. Bring she up, thought that it would bring up bring feelings up, yeah, in Archie. Exactly. Yeah. And then, which it kind of did. And then, um, like Moose then connects Midge. it to Betty with the cipher and the. Right. I mean, he's got a study that's very secretive, and he has time to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. The only thing that doesn't make sense to me is Moose and Midge. Like, all of these theories, I feel like they don't explain the Moose and Midge factor. Yeah, it's it's definitely an outlier. Um, And, yeah. Um, Anyways, I think to wrap things up, um, we're going to make a Snapchat. Yes. Which we will, um, in whatever format that this goes out we'll make sure to have a link um in the, either the description the whatever um, the information that'll th- give you we we will have linked the snapchat uh we'd love to hear your theories on the show first and foremost or some other, your your opinions on the show your theories on on riverdale and and your thoughts on on stranger things you maybe even your theories about what's going to happen in season three of stranger things we're probably not going to talk about stranger things as a recurring thing every week but we know we're going to talk about riverdale because we're both really interested in the show yeah and we're, it's, an, it's an ongoing thing that's like going to keep happening you know and we're also going to talk about things that are happening in pop culture like yeah just things that we find interesting um things that i would really appreciate if everyone just lays off of uh we don't care about president trump and all his shenanigans um true although you know 
I mean, like, we care, but to, we're to, to not keep. We want to keep it very not political. Yeah, and it doesn't really affect us either way because we don't live in America. We live in Canada, so really, it's not going to affect us either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, everything that everything affects everything, but but just try and if you keep your opinions to yourself about that whole thing, we'd really appreciate it. I think enough people are covering that that we don't need to add to it. Yeah, we're not as well informed as we could be, and it wouldn't change anything yeah and and we we aren't gonna take sides on the matter so um the other thing is we are working on sound quality uh, if yeah, this isn't the best we're trying to improve we're, things we're but we're just starting out improving our setup um equipment's really expensive honestly um at some point we may make this into a youtube situation where you can watch the podcast yeah. as well we haven't really decided on that um, also gonna be linked is um katie she does a fashion blog <laughs> um, the blog has an instagram um heck i'll i'll link my instagram throw me a follow my pictures are subpar i'm not very attractive he posts like once a year yeah. but um so yeah just uh you can you can you know get to know us more through that when um, i listen to podcasts i like to know who's doing it so exactly. so yeah if you want a little a little background that's that's what we're about um but definitely make sure to follow katie's um instagram for sure and definitely her blog as well she posts about you know good fashion stuff <laughs> thanks so, dude um and, and yeah if you want to see anything in particular hear anything in particular let us know and we'll try and make that happen for you um yeah. and yeah i guess until next week have a good one thanks for listening yeah stay safe um oh also tell us what you tell us what you dressed up as for halloween yeah that's, yeah that's, that's i went as a, a a it it was gonna be a hawaiian person um at least culturally appropriated um but the dollar store was closed going to the only party that I went to on Halloween weekend. Um, so I ended up going. It just devolved into general beach theme. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he had Crocs. I had Crocs. I had a swim trunk. Sunglasses. So a Hawaiian shirt, a little sun hat. Um, Maybe we'll post a pic on our Snapchat story of our <laughs> Halloween costumes. Yeah. It, was, it was a messy night. So I have some decent pics. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just, uh, just, I don't know. Just, we'll, we'll, we'll try and be as... Uh, as involved we want to hear from you guys like yeah almost, like we're really just starting out we don't really know what kind of content we want to produce yet so and, any and input is appreciated like, as much as we want to do stuff for ourselves like we want to hear from you guys like the whole i think i, I we're obviously this is the first podcast we've ever done but like every youtuber ever what they say is like we want to be engaged with our fans that kind of thing and and i think they genuinely mean it like we want to know what you guys like what you guys want to hear mm-hmm. um like obviously we might have different opinions and we can't do everyone's stuff but we're gonna try our best and like we don't want to make stuff that you guys don't like obviously so yeah just let us know and uh, we'll try and make some some channels available for for feedback and stuff like that so all right yeah anyways I think all we'll, right thanks for listening guys yeah see ya <laughs>